What up, Blurreds and Nerds? It's the Blurred Perspective Podcast. I'm Lady L. And I'm Brother Rue. Um, welcome to spring. I hope everybody's had a good weekend. Um, this is officially the first day of spring, and it's been nice. I'm glad that the cold is gone. I don't really like cold, even though I was born in the winter. I... Just don't like it. You got to bring a jacket everywhere you go. Layers upon layers of clothing. Just give me like 73 degrees and not a, you know, too heavy of a breeze and I'm good. So, um, this week I wanted to talk to you guys about um, an experience that I've had um, over the past three weeks. I went on a caffeine fast. And before, spoiler alert, it's over. But um, I think I held out pretty good. Um, Basically, with no caffeine, I was doing decaf coffee only. So basically, I was raw dogging it through life. And um, that's rough when you have to get up in the morning. But after about the fourth day... I can say I didn't really miss the caffeine jolt. I got to wake up naturally. So it helped me fix my sleep patterns. So, I mean, if you're thinking about doing it, I mean, you know, it was funny. A girl at a restaurant, when I told her I was doing that, she was like, oh, are you going to do it for a month? I was like, we're just doing it one day at a time. I told her I felt like Rue on Euphoria. Like, we just... One day at a time, okay? So, um, I'm happy to say I could do it again if I needed to. Um, I could go without it. Um, Brother Rue, you don't drink coffee every day, do you? No. So, like he does, if I have a coffee on the weekend, he'll have a coffee on the weekend. But I don't think, like, let's say you have a meeting or something. You don't just run up to the Starbucks. Absolutely not. See, so you're not dependent on caffeine. Not even a little bit. That's good. Don't ever do it, guys. If you're not depending on caffeine, don't get on it because actually, it's a drug. I actually don't like to do coffee because it makes me crash at the end of the day. It, it is, and it's designed to make you crash so you want it again. So I did not realize this, but back before coffee was the thing to do, um, it was alcohol. Like people would go to work. And get drunk, and that's how they kept the workers there, is because they would let them drink all day. Basically, so you were mind-altering. Like, that's what it all is, right? Like, caffeine is mind-altering. Because it tricks you into thinking you have all this productive energy that you kind of really don't. Like, once you... I've been drinking coffee for over 10 years. So, it does not have an effect on me unless I'm getting, like, four or five shots of espresso. Like, it's it's not doing anything, really. It's just the mental. But that's why, so you, there used to be cigarette breaks, and there were also coffee breaks. So coffee breaks were designed to keep your workers, you know, being productive little busy bees. So I was like, you know what? No, I, I'm going to get off this for a while and see if, A, I can function without it, and, B, I can, you know, now, just be giving them too much. They don't need all that busy bee work from me. Hmm. You just get what you get and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> ultimately, it was a cool little experiment. Bars. Yeah. 
Bars. But yeah, it was a cool little experiment. I would suggest everybody try like maybe maybe on a vacation day or something. Um, not necessarily if you're operating heavy machinery and you know you need it. <laughs> don't don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> if you needed to operate a forklift, then please drink the coffee. <laughs> we need or if you needed to drive, like I see people I'm not a person who gets up in the morning and drinks coffee. I will, once I'm at my desk, I feel like I am on your time now. This is not my time because I do not want to be here. So since I'm on your time, I must have the coffee. Do you, what, do you, what do you think about that? I don't, I don't understand why people, so does coffee give you energy? It does because you're addicted to it. So when you don't have it, you have withdrawals. So it gives you energy because you need it because you're addicted to it. Because I've never drank coffee and then was suddenly energetic and hyper and just ready to, to conquer the world. I went, it never happened. I went on a trip. Even so with three espresso shots. Bef- still never happened. Before I became a coffee drinker, I went on a trip with, I won't name the people, but like they were all in their late 30s to mid 30s at the time. And literally waiting for a Starbucks, like, fiending, like, they were zombies. And it was like, if I don't have this coffee, I'm not going to be a happy person today. And I, again, I hadn't drink, I didn't drink coffee till after I had my child. Because I needed to be able to function because I was up all night. But, yes, these people were zombies until that first sip. And I found myself going down that road, and that's why I was like, you know what? I need to be able to function without this shit. So can you smell the coffee and that replace the taste of drinking it? Yeah. Or you got to drink it? Well, no, no, no. I can have decaf. So I can smell it, have the taste of it, but it not have an ounce of caffeine in it. And I'll be just fine. Because I've tricked my brain into saying, I'm going to make it just like I make my coffee. And say, here, here, buddy, here's that thing you thought you wanted. But... There is a but. So I had a a brief. Do you have to like, is there, you know. that? There's no crash when you're on decaf. There's a crash when you're on caffeine. So the interesting thing is I did drink caffeine today. Actual real caffeine. I haven't had a crash yet. Again, I haven't been doing it as frequently. So my body is not dependent on it. It's like I'm telling my body you're not getting this just because you're telling me. That we have to have it. Because caffeine has health benefits, but it also is detrimental in some ways. So, I'm trying to just maybe, what's the word? Microdosing? Instead of having like 200 milligrams of caffeine in that one setting in the morning, if you microdose it, then you can keep the energy all day. What is it? So you so use your you context clues. No, no, don't tell don't <laughs> you goddamn context clues. You do goddamn eight ounces, ten ounces, or twelve ounces. What the fuck is a micro dose? Three ounces. So have the beverage at whatever ounces, eight ounces, six ounces. But don't have so much caffeine at one time. Hey, do a tea, do a green tea instead. Or a black tea or earl grey, if you will. Who's Earl Grey? 
Sarah. Oh, my God. That, that was funny. That was funny. Well, I mean, not to bore you with that, brother. But I just wanted to report to the blurs that, you know, I'm trying. Coffee isn't everything. It isn't everything. They use it to control us. You know, that's what, that's what, put it like this. At my job, we're able to get all the caffeine available to us, be it Coke or Diet Coke or whatever caffeinated coffee you want. And you wonder why these companies pushing this on us because it's a drug. It's just a legal drug that they keep you, you know, but, but also I did it. I mean, not to get too deep into mental health, but I can see myself having more anxiety because I was anxious all the time because I'm on coffee, but you're just sitting there. So you develop anxiety just sitting there, like being anxious because you can't do anything. I mean, this is a bad analogy, but it's like a chihuahua. A chihuahua, have you ever watched a little dog with all the bursts, bursts of energy? They sit there, but they're shaking because they have so much energy that they need to burn. Mm. And that's how it is when you're sitting at a desk and you can't really go anywhere because people just expect you to be sitting at your desk like all day and all night if they could. Mm. Anyway, that's another story for another day. <laughs> I just, I'm not a sit-at-a-desk person. I mean, I just don't like it. It's overrated. But, um, uh, we talked about movies last time. And I wanted to ask Brother Rue, since he couldn't give me his top five black movies of all time. Well, before we get there, speaking of the best man holiday, they are going to have a limited series Best Man, the end chapter or something that, uh, what's his name is producing, uh, Morris Chestnut. So that was funny. We were just talking about the Best Man Holiday, and they're coming out with a show now. The original cast is going to be a Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. How is Tay D's going to do that and be Coach Baker? I don't know. It's only 10 episodes. I mean, yeah, but they must be filming now. That's a good question. And I think uh, he's directing. Yeah. How um, far has... Well, no, I ain't going to say that. Never mind. Well, it's, it's good for everybody in the cast. I'm not going to single one person out. They did. I saw a new girl, though. So is that going to be who they put um, hmm? Morris Chestnut with? They showed the cast, and I was like, who is this girl? It was another person. It was hmm. a different... So it was Jordan, it was, uh, I don't know Merch's ex-girlfriend's name. It was her, it was the national treasure, Regina Hall, because she is a national treasure. I think that's Robin. No, that's Sanaa Lathan, another national treasure. I'm talking about the one that used to be Candy. She Um, is a national treasure. Yeah. Um, She's amazing, she's gorgeous. Uh, the one that w- is with merch Candy. currently. Well, her name is not Candy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. That was her stripper name. Well, that's going to be the name Candace. Yeah. Oh, her name was Carol. Okay. So, Jordan is Neil Long, Robin is Sonali, then Candace is Regina Hall, and Shelby is Shelby. Melissa DeSosa. Yeah. 
so that'll be so interesting. So the new girl is either going to be for Morris Chestnut or for Lance Sullivan mm. or Quentin. I don't like Lance Sullivan as a character. Sure you don't. Hopefully they can make him be a better person. I just don't like him. He was a young kid in college that was a superstar. Mm, he still liked that. He was still he was like that. mad at this dude because he didn't keep it in his pants. Let it go. But he was still like that even up to the wedding entertaining thoughts. Uh, was he married? Oh, okay. But what? what's the point then? It's just a piece of paper. I got that, but I'm just saying it was boyfriend and girlfriends over him. He was doing his thing until he got married. So then why was it okay that Mia not do her thing? We're going back down this road. Here we go. Because men are chauvinistic, and it's one thing for a man to do it because that's man's natural order. Is it, though? Is it? Well. Is it? You know what I mean. It's thought, it's believed that men naturally are not monogamous. Mm -hmm. So for Ooh, I got a good question about that. For women... It's also it's thought that for a woman to give it up, in most cases, they have to have some kind of attachment or draw to the person, be it emotional or just curiosity or whatever. That's what dudes you get just, from the I Hate Women podcast? Dudes can just fuck a chick and just be like, I was just a fuck no one cares. Allegedly. But supposedly women have to have some kind of attachment to the person. They allow to have sex with them. Oh, okay. But, so what about Jesus? Do you think he had a wife and kids? Yep. So that would make him monogamous, right? Um, uh oh. What do you mean? Do, you think do, he had do, one? Do, 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 do. Yeah, I said a wife and, and kids. So I said one. Yeah, but Jesus was also considered to be the perfect human being. And name me somebody that was perfect besides Jesus, the Son of God. So do, do, do to me ass. That don't count. <laughs> just a question. I just wanted hmm. to ask the question. Jesus was, was without sin. Uh, name me a person since that was without sin. You can't compare it. Well, if you ain't doing it the way Jesus did it, then you I'm just saying shit. he was on this earth what? as a man for 33 years. Knowing that he was so the son of God. So people say it's not natural, but however. What's not sub- natural? Allegedly, he didn't. He don't count because he was the son of God. True, true, true. I get that. He but he perfect. lived as a man and that's for 33 a, years. Man, you don't. Don't make me don't do it to these people. <laughs> Because if I start talking about religion, people going to think I'm atheist. Yeah, we're not doing it. It was just and the God question. knows I'm not atheist. It was but just the question. when it comes to Jesus, I got a whole bunch of questions. Well, I mean, that's okay. It's fine to have questions. And my first thing. We're not going to get into them because I don't have your answers. But my first thing is, I don't have a problem with Jesus. Wait, what? Who said you did? Whether he was the son of God or not. He died on the cross for our sins. You can't take that away from him. He died believing that he was the son of God and he was dying for our sins. You can't take that away from him. Now, what he did between the age of 13 and 30. Why 13? You don't know. He could have been fucking mad bitches. You don't know. They didn't put that shit in the Bible. You don't know. Yeah, they didn't. Jesus could have been in the the origin too. We don't know. We he don't was know. he was rolling around with twelve dudes in a squad. Squad. They probably now was they might have. Kind of they might have. We don't know what they was doing <laughs> because all the shit he did from was it twelve to thirty three or thirteen to thirty three, they don't talk about the shit. Yeah, that is interesting. Maybe they weren't there. Like they don't. You so know, you saw everything. Like this, you saw him from a baby. VH1 wasn't following him around. Then you lost doing track. a reality then show. You lost, so you mean to tell me when he was a little kid, 
this world is big. You had your eyes on him. You lost <laughs> track of him from his teenage years to his young adult years. Maybe they lost and then you touch. Come back, it's like, man, Jesus, I ain't seen you what? Since In you a twins age. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this is great. Hell no. No. Okay, I digress on that. Yeah, that was you funny. Wanna, you don't want to do that. Okay, so biopics. Speaking of uh, biographies and things. Yeah, you'd have to get a boat of large proportion, and we'd have to get to like a thousand or some shit subscribers for me to talk about religion. Cause okay, y'all, come on, y'all, rate, we, review, subscribe. If we can get our subscribers up and shit and our likes and shit up, I'll talk about religion. Email us at your email your religious questions to Brother Ruby because I ain't got it. I will fuck y'all here. I ain't got it. Don't, I can't call it. I'm the last person to talk to about religion. <laughs> anyway, biopics. I do believe in God. What are though. your favorite biopics? Uh, same thing with the movies. What's your favorite biopic? Um, I think my, Malcolm X with Denzel. 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 It's probably up there for me. Okay. But, my oh, oh no, favorite. you know what? So Denzel is probably one. Mm-hmm. Then the Wolf I'm Wall, not gonna arrange the Wolf So top of the list, Denzel Washington version of Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And then the Wolf of Wall Street. And mm-hmm. then we gotta go from there. Okay, mine. Um, I would say Malcolm X is is up there. Um, I did like Walk the Line, the Johnny Cash um you story. No, it was good. Um yeah, it was. I am uh what? Nothing. Joaquin Phoenix did his thing. The only, the only Joaquin Phoenix we like is the one in Gladiator and, and Joker. Joker. Like I'm like I'm confused. So anyway, young Joaquin Phoenix, he did a good job. Um, Halloween is about no. I'm just kidding. It's not about takes a chainsaw mask as a biopic, isn't it? No. 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 Allegedly, it's not real. I don't believe. I won't be in Travis County after dark to find out, though. So. <laughs> never. Never. It's straight, okay? out of, it's straight out of Compton up there? Ooh. That is a biopic. I would say that's probably in my top five because they had a very big hand in making it, except for Easy E, R.I.P. But, I mean, they pretty much approved it because that's always my thing, right? Like, you look at these stories and it's like, I didn't approve this. <laughs> Ray. Ray was pretty. Ray is probably in my top two. Jamie Foxx made me think that that was Ray Charles. A Beautiful Mind is one for me. I like that movie. Yeah. Okay, we said Catch Me If You Can, right? Yeah, Catch Me If You Can. Yep, yeah, that was a good one. Um, And then... So the five heartbeats, would we consider that a biopic? <laughs> no. I mean, why not? It's about they didn't a, the use real people. No, the, it's about it's based on a group. If you have to go Google and search and say who what was the five heartbeats about, and you get fifteen hundred. But maybe they did it that way because somebody didn't want the story told. So then it's not a biopic because it has to be official. It's not a biopic. If it's not what a about biopic. the Elvis bi- biopic? Mm, fuck Elvis. Oh. I mean, I think it'll be interesting to watch just to see how they try to spin it. They're going to spin it as if he appreciated black people. Yeah, that he, that he actually and he was didn't just, appropriate. Like he was Eminem. You want to know the worst biopic? Eight Mile. How do you, how you suck at you playing play, yourself? Well, but also get Richard Dyer trying was worse Terrible. than Eight Mile. Terrible. I was like, what is happening? 50 Cent. 
If you cannot play yourself, what are we doing? But he been good since. Well, he attaches himself to really good projects. He did good as Kanan. He played 50 cents. Clearly he didn't. Did he? Richard not tried. It was horrible. Oh, well, he played current 50 cents. I don't know. I know he was good in that. Remember, the Titans is considered a biopic. So oh, like yeah. That. That's up there. I love that movie. Who Whose perspective was it? Was it Coach Yotes? Or? I think it was the daughter. Oh, it was the daughter. That's right, because she was the one doing the... Uh, voiceover. Yeah, the commentary. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was, it was the daughter. Yeah, that was a good movie. What about 300? Is that a biopic? <laughs> 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 Can you say something about voiceover? No. So I immediately thought, what about Harry Potter? Dude. I'm sorry. She's she's been drinking. I'm wilding. I haven't actually took a sip of my drink yet. You you did This is all caffeine. And me to the people how crazy you are sober? This is all caffeine. See, we ought to do see. This is the kind of stuff that we should see. When we watching these shows, I'm gonna have to set up a GoPro so y'all can hear some of the comments that we make. Yeah. When we watching some of this shit. Like Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I had to pause the television on several occasions. It was just too much madness going on. I was like, I'm not finna do this yet. I need yeah, to get was, ready for this. It was the scene when the girl was in the <laughs> truck after they wrecked. After he took the dude, broke his arm, and then jugged him in the head <laughs> with his own goddamn arm. bone. And then the driver, I don't know what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> he got shot in the head some kind of way, and he crashed. And this bitch did not play dead. <laughs> and so they was like making you wait to see what happened to her ass. Which what happened to her wasn't as bad as I thought was going to be. Mm. But I intentionally walked outside and pretended I was checking on the crawfish <laughs> to let that scene pass. This smart ass motherfucker going to pause the I TV. paused it. No, we're in this together. And I came back and I was like, you didn't have to pause it. No, we're in it together. I mean, this a bitch. We're in it I together. I thought I timed this shit perfectly. No. And I come back <laughs> and the TV is paused. Yep. I just walked just outside for, you. for a reason. <laughs> I didn't want to see the shit. That whole suspense. Like, I I get these jump movies and the suspense and shit. Sometimes I can tell myself, man, this is just fake. Who gives a shit? But that shit was nerve-wracking. It was too ragged. tense. It's like, dude, just kill this bitch. It so was a know. slow, slow quiet, tense scene. And a lot of the scenes in that movie was... So, Leatherface, he really doesn't do it for me. I'm a Michael Myers girl. But, because first of all, how you gonna tell me this big 7 foot 300 pound man can move this nimbly? He's so agile. Like, is he a fucking receiver? This nigga got hips. He can move in and out with a goddamn chainsaw. You gotta remember. When you you watch the combine, <laughs> Jordan Davis is six six, like two hundred eighty pounds, three hundred pounds, and he ran a four eight forty. I have a million questions. I know we Today were talking Connie, about biopics. He ran a four something, a four 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 five forty. He's six 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 seven. So big. But guy, he's muscle. Leatherface is all fat. Um. Again, Jordan Davis. No disrespect. Without due respect, Leatherface. Jordan Davis had some weight to him, and he was able to run a four eight three. He, uh, okay. So sounds great. This Leatherface. He has a chainsaw. Leather, listen. In this, his hand, it's not light. Listen, this Leatherface wasn't sloppy though. 
True, true, true. He was he, he, had, had he some, was solid. He looked like fucking uh what's the boy that used to play quarterback? He looked like Jim Saturday. <laughs> no. He looked like he was built like Brian Erlacher in this motherfucker. <laughs> who is this actor? I must find out who he is. We've gotten on a whole this, other tangent from Then Bio the shit Beats. this motherfucker was doing with the goddamn uh, chainsaw. He could throw like, it. First of all, it was bullshit <laughs> because once you take your hand off the lever, off the trigger for a chainsaw, it's supposed to stop going. Well, that's how that old is an old one. But my problem is with these gas prices. Where did he get a chainsaw that could go on and on and on and on? Yeah, he should have ran out of. Uh, <laughs> he should have ran, ran out of gas like thirty minutes before the. Or a charge if it was a luxury. Yeah, like he, what he the hell? Like this nigga should have literally ran out of power <laughs> thirty minutes before the movie started. By the way, and then and then they let this nigga do all this shit, and then they <laughs> they waited until the daylight on the end of the movie. Let this nigga charge the shit and everything, and then go back to it. Right? Like, what? Yeah, it's a lot to watch. Um, it was pretty good. I, I, I thought it was, was going to cool. be whack, but I was thoroughly surprised. It was cool. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, it wasn't. It was, I give it about 75%. It was, it was cool. Oh, Ali. What about Ali as far as a biopic? The problem with Ali is <laughs> now every time I see Will Smith, he's either Ali or fucking. It's um, my, it's, uh, he's either Ali or. God, what's the other? Oh, the pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Pursuit. Which one are you going to get? You're going to get, so, for instance, in the Venus and Serena movie, I think we got pursuit of happiness. Yeah. And then. With a hint of Ali, because some of the accent works. <laughs> that's why I'm sorry, Will Smith. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's the way it is. Oh, don't get it twisted. I'm going to watch a Will Smith movie. Whew. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to pray. Hey, you know which one I like, too? The one about Queen. Oh, Queen was a good one. I, I just wonder. Uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohem- yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. They got the timelines messed up a little bit, but I think it was on a, a decent I, I, movie. I would consider that a biopic. It is a biopic. Was, I, I think because the timeline was jacked up, they kind of tried to make it seem like. It wasn't a biopic, but the shit was a biopic. Fuck with it, come on. I wonder if they really called that man Miami. They said, we're changing your name. Your name is Miami now. Oddly enough, we have never watched any of the Steve Jobs biopics. It's two of them. I tried. Like, in the middle of the night, they would play the Ashton Kutcher one. And I just always would think to myself, it was basically, they should have just called it the conversations with Steve Jobs. Because... It would be him and somebody in a room. He has the turtleneck on. And they're having a conversation. We don't even know if it happened or not. And during our research, we found out that, uh, oh, my Lord, 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 Lord. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glory mm-hmm. is a biopic. Didn't I know that shit? Didn't so I know that? It, it'd be While we were doing our research, we found that out. And Selma was good. Was good. Selma was good, but the thing is, what about Twelve Years a Slave? That it's was based off a book. It's considered a biopic. It was good, but you know, I, I'm tired of that shit. It was about the man's life. He got free again. I am tired of that shit. Well, yeah, they do try to show us. Look, y'all were slaves. See, look, I, y'all I was, were slaves. I was cool with Judas and the Black Messiah until yeah. I listened to. 
black people from the Black Panther movement and other activists, you know, that just didn't appreciate the movie and said, you know, really, it wasn't a good take on who, you know, Fred Hampton was. Yeah, it was like why you know, that was just he was much more developed and much more, you know, intricate than what they portrayed and. To have that, uh, it's about a two-hour movie. Have a little snitch movie. dude that I won't say his name. Oh yeah. Uh, have that kind of influence and control is like it's not what you think it was. Him being able to spike a drink or something to where Fred Hampton couldn't move when the police kicked the door in. Yeah. They, they you know, you know that might have been possible, but well, that's some what of I the heard. Other shit that he was a happened. part of and able to do is like nah. And then for the way some of the stuff that they. You know, some of the stuff they left out about Fred Hampton, they, you know, a lot of black people from the movement just didn't like that. So, until I saw that, I would have put, you know, Judas and the Black Messiah up there. I think but. it was still really good for the message. I mean, you can't get the whole story of him in two hours and probably 45 minutes, but I don't know. I mean... How accurate does a biopic have to be? Because, like, how accurate was Ray, really? Like, let's run it. Wasn't it based off of one of his books? It was based, I think Ray Charles had a big, you know, part of it. But, of course, there's always a timeline issue just because of how editing is and where things fit into a movie. It's like it's not always going to be 100% spot on so how much can you really put that you know taking a story and putting it into movie form you know is a special art within itself i don't know that you can fault them for leaving some things out maybe they don't want to divulge all the secrets like did they really want to tell every show the blueprints is that what they wanted out of the movies? Out of the movies? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, because with Selma, right, like, they put the FBI aspect on it about him getting the crank calls and them harassing his wife. And, I mean, did you like that part of, of Selma? I mean, I feel like that happened because of Barbershop. No, I think it would have been... That was a very big part, like, because the FBI the, following him. No, because the whole Martin Luther King is a hoe and all that kind of bullshit. But all that the phone conversations and all that shit, mm-hmm. I feel like that all that extra shit about... The sex tape, pretty much, that they had was, on audio. So then now they want to stick to proving that, oh, that could have been true because they did have audio. And they was Oh no! I I watched the another biopic, J. Edgar Hoover, and in that they brought that up too. And that movie was that movie is old, and so they did have J. Edgar Hoover spying on MLK, and like he would be sit there listening to that. Two. Uh, biopics, biopics. That hard. I know. I like saying it like that. Hotel Rwanda, because they got that Ooh. scene where they was driving over the dead bodies Mm-mm. trying to escape. And I was like, man, this Mm-mm. is fucking horrible. And then Fruitville Station, that shit oh, was just... Yeah, woo, yeah Fruitville people. Station. Michael B. Jordan did a very, very good job. Again, don't know how much of it was spot-on accurate, because, of course, 
we're finding out we that story happened what ten years after the movie. Oh, uh, could have been. Yeah, it was. It was some time after. The, you know, it's always too soon <clears throat> when you're doing one of these, especially if the person is not living. Can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. Let's see. Hold on. 2020. It was released in 2013. Fruitville? I think it happened in like late 90s or early 2000s in real life. Oscar Grant passed away in. Yeah. The actual person. 2009. Oh, wow. Wow, so they really, yeah. I mean, not, no, 2009, so that was. To 13? Yeah, that was quick. They turned that around quick. So, look, can I ask you a question? Mm Mm-hmm. I get that we wear masks and everything today, but if a motherfucker hands you an ID that says Ryan Coogler, how the fuck? Do you think he tried to ride the bank so, when he asked for I heard the young lady. I'm going to try not to call her any names. I, oh, you heard Stop. the thing? I'm going to try. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you the need to hear it. Call or the oh, I, didn't I heard that. the 911 call and her dumbass explanation uh, after. So, okay. The 911 caller was like, hey, this sounds like the man has an account. Didn't he give you an ID? And didn't he give you his, put his pen? Yeah, he put his pen in, but he gave, he just, every time I asked him a question, he just told me, refer to the notes. So I was very scared. It's like, this is in Atlanta. Now, I done been to Atlanta. Shout out to y'all, but y'all got some goon goons. And I'm pretty sure them goons not going to patiently tell you to read the note. They're going to pull out a gun, right? Yeah. So, I mean, again, I've been in Magic City, all that. I came out with my life by the grace of God. That's all I'm going to say about that. But knowing that, then I know how they do in Atlanta. And they're not going to come in there quietly and, like, peacefully ask you to give them the money. He wanted to be discreet because he's in Atlanta and didn't want somebody to rob him to on, the, rob way him on the way out. Like you're giving him $12,000. You want $12,000? Do you want that in 20s or 100s, sir? Look at the note. Okay, yeah, we have that $12,000 ready for you. And mo- like, yeah, Please bitch. look at the I, note. Yeah, That's please. literally how it went. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, so I'm just bringing up Fruitville Station. That just made me think about this. Mm. Like, about Ryan This Cooper. man gave y'all Fruitville Station Creed. And of course, she don't know who he is because he didn't have a chain on. And Black Panther. That's the type of chick. If you hear her voice, that's the type of chick she sounds like. Like, like if the Migos came in there, she probably would have been discreet. Like, she don't bro, know who Ryan Coogler is. She like, probably didn't the, even but, know. Like, if he had a mask on. Like, he was supposed to because it's COVID. Right. Fuck you anti-maskers. He did what he was supposed Yeah, to. he's like shooting a movie. He ain't got time to get sick because you want him to not have oh, a mask on. Uh, oh, yeah. And, he, you know, he also uh, was a part of Judas and the Black Messiah. He was a producer on that. Yep. He was an executive producer for Creed 2. He, he gave us Black Panther. He was a producer on Space Jam, A New Legacy. Like, the man has credits. But if you're not, she, know, she know who the Migos is. In the book, do you see... We know who Ryan Coogler is. That directed Black Panther. 
She and did she see Black movie. Panther? Cause she didn't seem like she probably saw and it. not know. Oh shit! This is Ryan Coogler. Right. You are no longer allowed to be considered a part of the black community. Yeah, she got to go. Because my problem is Atlanta is the black Hollywood. So it was somebody, just assume it's somebody famous. That you, just because you don't know who he is, he could be a producer. He could be a head of a studio. Just because you don't know who he is doesn't mean he's not important. I was so mad. Because if a white man would have came in there and wrote a note. Like that, she would have been to- okay with it, and she wouldn't have got scared. Like, how do we see our and own she's people black. and think that our own people? I expect that. I wholeheartedly expected that to be a Mexican teller or a white teller. It's Atlanta or an Asian teller. It's Atlanta because of the area. So for it to be a black chick who probably she thought must she not was be from Atlanta or some shit, right? Like. She she's like that song they have where if you from Buckhead you're not from Atlanta. I mean bitch in the most enduring manner. I don't mean bitch in the manner. Yeah, with all due respect. Like if she was my friend, I'd be like, bitch, you ain't know that was wrong. Like your family and your friends got to give you a hard like every family reunion. This shit got to come up. Right. Your kids gotta walk in the house and just shake their head like mom. Really? Somebody Ryan said Coogler. something like though that he should have a private banker. What? But he's not he does not live Why? in Atlanta. Why would he have a private banker you, in in a place he doesn't live? He's only I, there I for hate, a few months. I hate those people that wanna look at situations and, and try to come like, up with an excuse. No motherfucker. He was trying to be discreet. Yeah. Because of the amount of money he was pulling out. Right. You sound like the police officer. Well, did you ever think to tell him? Yeah. And he was like, why would I say $12,000? The whole point of the note yeah, was so because I, don't say I didn't want to say the amount out loud because I don't know this area. Right. And I don't know who else is in the fucking bank listening right. to me say, I want to get $12,000 out of my account. Who not just, there's people who will follow people from a bank. This is not the only, rocket science. Like, if I got to be one of you dickheads, the only thing he could have did was continue to pass notes. I'm not trying to talk loud because I don't want anybody I'm to not know robbing I'm getting $12,000. This is Can not a robbery. Can you give me a robbery? Let me talk to you your manager. Like, yeah, maybe he needed to say, hey, can we go into a private room yeah. and talk? Right. Like, maybe, I guess, that's what we got to do going forward because a black man don't got $10,000. Even, I mean, I get it because even, even the dude, the retarded dude from Memphis, uh, black youngster, wow. had the police this call him. This for uh, trying to get the hundred thousand out of his bank account, so I guess, but hundred thousand and twelve thousand—that ain't even close. You got ignorant ass niggas right. trying to get exorbitant amounts of money. Out By of the way, people will follow people over two hundred dollars. They will follow people over two hundred dollars. They got out the ATM. The and and my and meanwhile, the in the nine one one person was like, please. We'll send somebody, but I don't think it's a problem. They gave you their ID. They put their pen in. They might just want the money. What bank robber <laughs> gonna give you a fucking ID, bitch? She gonna give you a gun to your head and say, bitch, hurry up. Right. I'm not gonna give you a note with my ID and then put my pen in. Right. Like, why would I give you my ID? Hey, oh, let me ask you a question. Hey, dumbass bank people, can I ask you a question? Jesus. Once he put his pin code in and it took... Right. How do you not go and it say, matches? Wait a minute. This is actually his bank account. Right. Wait a minute. He has more than enough. Nah, she money probably was a bopper and wanted to know who he was and he wouldn't tell oh her. Oh my 
God. Like, man. girl, you don't need to know who I am if you can't I, read Ryan Googling and know who I am. Dumbfounded at the <laughs> fact that Ryan, like, even if you don't know who, what this nigga looks like. Right. Because sometimes I forget, don't know what but this, he looks familiar when you see even him. Even if you don't know what this black man look like. He so probably I, came I, in I a Tesla or some shit. Just, read the mean, room. I don't mean to use the N-word. If this black man, distinguished gentleman, comes into your bank, and he has ID and everything matches that says he is Ryan Coogler. And he, you see his bank account that probably got millions of dollars in it, if not hundreds of thousands. Ooh, Read the room, this. dumbass. Fruitville Station was a good movie. <laughs> and you ended very, on that? Very, very good pop, man. That was very sad, man. That shit that happened to Oscar Grant was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that was. And it's still happening. So. Here's my problem. Man, we about to go off on a tangent. Because I tell Brother Rue this all the time. Okay? So, movies like Fruitvale Station. Like, uh, what's the movie that Hate You Give? Mm-hmm. And every video on the internet about the police. I just feel like it's basically trying to... Uh, What's the word? Desensitize you and keep your senses heightened more than they should. Try to make it overtly aggressive. For uh, for both sides. For both sides. So nobody's going home because you just seen 10 videos where people get shot. And the cop has seen 10 videos where, you know what I'm saying? So nobody's going to win in this situation because everybody's on the defensive. And I feel like... That's what those movies do. They they were designed to say, hey, this is a human with a family, a child, a girlfriend, a young man. But we already know that, sadly, white people don't have any empathy for us as human beings. They don't think we feel pain. They don't think we have the same hopes and dreams and aspirations as they do. Thus, they don't give a fuck about us dying in the street. Because their thought is, well, he wasn't a criminal today, but he might be one tomorrow. Though, Connor gets to rape and pillage, you know, through his college years. And and he's young, and it's okay. And he gets he, to grow old, and he gets the grace. He didn't we need don't. anything bad. It was harmless. Exactly. Him. Not to Very be racist, but son. it's just how it is. They get the grace, we don't. Oh, if anybody try to deny that, they full of shit. It's like, I hate to say it, but they get the grace and we don't. But, I mean, that's all I want to say about that. I just, I don't subscribe to um, those type of videos. I ain't got time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, we can put a button on that and move on. Let's talk about this football shit because a lot of shit happened. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson is gone, but my God, he was going to the same. Then he was going to Atlanta. Young Dro song. No, no, it's not his fault. They don't want him. Young Dro has a song called FDB. So y'all not happy with the draft picks? Deshaun Watson is going to the Browns, Listen, which I would have picked New so look, Orleans. This is my thing. So I'm a Texas fan, and I'm qualified to talk about Texas. Oh, okay. Whereas you're disqualified because you're a Cowboys mm, fan. And you don't know look, the the the, the Seahawks mm-hmm. had a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yep. 
And he made it to the Super Bowl and lost. He should be two. He should be. He a should time. have too, but we won't even you know talk about but, that. But you, know, you threw the interception when they should have ran the allegedly. ball. Allegedly, what you mean allegedly? I mean it was just a weird play. That just allegedly. shouldn't have happened. Literally threw an interception and they lost. I know they, but it's they like had Marshall Lynch throw? on the two yard Have line. you seen Russell Wilson throw? throw the and yes. how accurate he is. Okay, go on. What you could <laughs> say is, is, is they could have called pass interference, but they didn't because he jumped that route. But, listen, they got three first-round picks, if I'm not mistaken, or two first-round picks, two second-round picks, another pick, and like three or four players. Do you know what the Houston Texans got for Deshaun Watson? They got three first-round picks, a third-round pick, and a fourth-round pick. Listen, they got a first-round pick in 2022, 2023, 2024, a third-round pick in 2022, a 2023, and a fourth-round pick in 2022. Uh-huh. So it's 2022 right now. Yeah. So they got two picks Look this year. Two, they got two picks this year. You were saying it like year, it was so far away. And then away. one pick in 2025. Oh, okay. And we gave up a fourth-round pick. Okay. For this year or next year. Sure. We got five players... But Deshaun Watson, who's way younger, I think they said like six years younger than Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Russell Wilson had uh, Deshaun Watson. I mean, I get it. Russell Wilson had a Super Bowl ring, which will allow him, you know, some other picks. But motherfucker, you get three first round picks and two second round picks. I don't want to hear this shit about this motherfucker was only gonna waive his. Uh, no trade clause for the Browns. I don't give a fuck. We paid him a whole year to sit his bitch ass down uh, this year. Sit his bitch ass down again or make him come in and start finding him. And I bet the Cleveland Browns will uh, pay him. Salute to him for getting $230 million yeah. guaranteed. Who uh, is his agent? But listen, Woo! now the Texans got to move on. Bye. We got Davis Mills. We got to see what we get with him. I'd be interested to see if we actually draft a quarterback because we got the number three and 13 pick in the first round this year. So I would go two defensive players. Fuck the goddamn rest of this bullshit. I, I would go two defensive players in the first round. Fuck it. You just lost your free safety. Um, Everybody else is out of the window. You refuse to trade Laramie Tunzel for some fucking reason. And I get it that what we see on tape and the little grade outs that they get is two different things, but... The motherfucker don't look like he can pick up a blitz. I'm just saying. Maybe I'm missing the something. The Texans are quit here to but, lose. That's it. Dude, it just seems like everything we do as an organization is just fucking stupid. It's people playing like they have a team. Like, ooh, you let's play coach. football franchise today. You got today. a coach because you didn't want to look racist. Right, that Because was you wanted to hire a fucking uh, guy as your head coach that had no... This is the thing that pissed me off about the Josh McDonald thing. Not only does this motherfucker not have any coaching experience outside of volunteer work for his son's high school. <laughs> That's ridiculous. He didn't even have the uh he didn't even have the integrity or the gall to fucking join David Cully's fucking uh coaching staff. Right. He didn't want and he wanted to be the head coach. Smith is the head coach and you won't join this motherfucker's coaching staff. So what is Pep Hamilton being groomed to be our next head coach? Because at this point, why the fuck is Jake uh, Jack Easterby's booty buddy 
Getting He's so much fucking like a name that needs uh, to be doing anything in football. So much consideration as a head coach of a professional football team. It's supposed to be a fucking professional football team, but y'all act like some little goddamn kids trying to hook up your fucking homeboy. Mm-hmm. Well, who's fucking? And they the all ass? hook up their homeboys, but somebody got a sex tape on somebody. Somebody got new pictures of somebody fucking a crackhead dude oh. or a tranny or something. Oh no! It's like, why do these motherfuckers keep falling for these okie doke cow in there? Cause isn't this bitch looking like fucking the dude from the hangover? Which one? Uh Fat Jesus. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Allen? Yeah, so I call this motherfucker Allen. We will no longer call Calvin there, Calvin there. He's Allen from here on out until he start making better fucking decisions. Well, I don't I mean I'm happy for Deshaun Watson. Hey that he fuck was you, able Deshaun to Deshaun Watson. <laughs> but good luck to you. I was happy that he was able to get out of this situation without a criminal charge. And I, you know, applaud him for not saying anything because he didn't say a fucking word when all this stuff was going on. And I kept saying, why doesn't he say something? Well, he knew what he had. He knew he had some Chris Brown level defense. Um, Maybe. I just don't understand why people <laughs> feel like that power shit dictates how you are treated or allow yourself to be treated. Because if a motherfucker is sexually assaulting me, I'm not going to uh, have him come back for a follow-up fucking Well, visit. but that's where the problems come in at, is that you should have alerted authorities then and not had him All come back for like another... Money. It always does, though. That's the problem because, you know, it's a, it's a problem because you know that these athletes can pretty much have anyone. It's just they get hooked up with somebody who didn't get a text back when they wanted. And then they start thinking, well, did he sexually assault me? And whether that's true or not, that's between the two parties. But it's like it only seems like it's like if he would have wiped him. One of them, maybe there's no problem. You get what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I don't know. Because these players, they pretty much have a harem of people that they could deal with, choose from, mess with. So I just think they need to stick with the people that are designated for that so they don't end up in this situation. I mean, I don't know. It's a crazy world, the football world, because you got Ben Roethlisberger. You know, he was never charged for anything, but people swear he did it. How would we know, though? You don't. You just don't know. It's your word against this person's and, you know, quote-unquote, believe all women, but also some of these people out here, like, being scandalous. Now, with the numbers... That was kind of sus, but a whole grand jury came back and said none of that shit was credible, and that's interesting. Not even one? Listen, <clears throat> my argument with these ass clown people is you drawing the line at Ray Lewis, I mean Ray Rice, is a problem. Yeah. You drawing the line at Deshaun Watson. It's a problem to me. You drawing a fucking line that Colin Kaepernick is a fucking problem to me. 
Yeah. You bitches didn't draw the line at Dante Star Wars. Right. They didn't care. So why the fuck are we drawing the line at Colin Kaepernick? Right. You bitches didn't draw a line at Ray Lewis. Mm-hmm. Because he probably stabbed and a, the thing allegedly is, Ray Lewis, stabbed a black person. Ray Lewis was fine. Innocent. Mm-hmm. But you didn't draw the line at him. Dante Stallworth was found guilty. Mm-hmm. And you didn't draw a line at him. Right. No one said a word. But now, all of a sudden, it's, all oh, Kaepernick don't deserve to play because he's bad press. Or Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson is going to make Cleveland take a hit. In two years of Deshaun Watson is winning, ain't nobody going to give a fuck. If he win two games next season, ain't nobody going to give a fuck. That's so, just the bottom line. That aspect of the shit, I don't, you know, I don't too much care for. It's like, it's a lot of motherfuckers. That make Look, mistakes. people are human. Like, these people are not robots. Um, Jim Irsay is a pill-popping crackhead. And he Ooh. still gets to own the football team. So, I don't want to hear it. One of his allegedly. girlfriends, quote-unquote, killed themselves or died when they were together or some shit. And ain't nobody looking to him for that shit. He didn't uh, lose his team for that shit. Yeah, I, all I'm saying is, I know he has some DUIs. No, it's like, bro, really? You still body. got a football team? Because a player could look at somebody wrong and they get in trouble. Why is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I do remember that. But she probably was on the same stuff he was. At a condo. Accidental. At a condo that he bought for her. Accident. But anybody look don't know. But see, my point is, he probably didn't. Jim Irsay probably didn't have anything to do with that girl down. But if it was us, we but would have everything to do. For, he supplied her the funds and the drugs and shit, and she died on his watch. And nobody ever took a second look at that shit. Nobody even you forgot the shit happened. Yeah, I did until you showed me, y'all. Fucking uh, I, the internet is uh, forever. What's his name from the Patriots? This nigga getting happy endings. Oh, and the fuck, whole owner, yeah. We don't bring the shit up with the owners. No. We let that shit go when it's yeah. they can they fucking, own the team. An owner can sit up there and take a contract and say, fuck you. We paid you for three years. We're not paying you for the next two. Mm-hmm. You release. And it's, oh, well, the player knew what he was signing when he signed it. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Y'all two-sided, two-faced with this shit. I've fuck seen that. companies fold but, uh, you know under what? scrutiny. <clears throat> Faster than the NFL owner. I'm going to continue to be two-faced and two-sided with this. Fuck you, Deshaun Watson. I don't know. Good luck to you. Yeah, good luck to you. Um, But here's, speaking of quarterbacks, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers for a second. <laughs> My wife been beefing with Aaron Rodgers ever since he replaced Brett Favre. My problem with him is, why is he not getting the Brett Favre treatment? Like, he's holding this team hostage at this point. Because they felt some kind of way about what they did to Favre. But, but, so but, but. do the same thing. This is shitty Rodgers. because he knew that Adams was about to be the highest paid receiver. So, he been like, I don't know if I'm a sign. I don't know if I'm a sign. I don't as know. soon as that boy I, was going to get know. paid, he decided, I'm coming back. If you listen to what I was said, said. this is some whole ass shit. If you listen to what was said, Devontae Adams didn't want to come back to Green Bay no matter what. So one, Because he so knew I, that no, Aaron Rodgers no, was going to hold the team hostage. No, Aaron Rodgers, I think. He was not happy with the money. That's why he I didn't want to come back. The, the Raiders offered him the same 
or more money. They offered him more. I mean, the Packers offered him no, the same No, the Packers never matched than, uh, what the Rangers offered him. From what I heard, the Packers never matched, and he would have been unhappy. So he decides to go ahead and leave because his homeboy Carr was on the Raiders, and that's that. But we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers and how bad for business he is. He got the MVP because of Devontae Adams. But now, what is he going to do? He don't have nobody to throw the ball to. Literally. Um, he still got uh, Randall Cobb. He ain't Tom Brady. He still... Uh, no, he but my question is, does he have the right to hold his team hostage? Peyton Manning got booted from a team that he gave a Super Bowl to. Two Super Bowl appearances, right? Like, mm-hmm. why in the hell is Aaron Rodgers, he won one little measly time. They cheated on discarded time. They couldn't even win then. And yet he gets to be running the Green Bay Packers? There it is right there, Pete, ladies and gentlemen. I forgot about that. She will not let go. I'm over Aaron Rodgers because as long as he's on Green Bay, they're going to cheat for him and we're going to have to deal with it some type of way. But yet they folded all up and bitched up for the 49ers for Jimmy Garoppolo. And this is the person. This is your king, Green Bay? This is your king? I don't have time for it. I don't understand it. Mm. I mean, you seem to think that Aaron Rodgers is uh, innocent and all this, but I, I think differently. I said I think that Aaron Rodgers waited as long as he could for them to sign Devontae Adams. <laughs> and then once he realized Devontae Adams was like, fuck y'all, I ain't signing with y'all, it, no matter no, what. I, don't think that's I think he wanted it. them to sign Devontae Adams. Then whatever money was left over for him, he no, was take. I don't think but that. once he Devontae was Adams selfish. said, I'm not signing with y'all no matter what, he was like, all right, well, show me, show me the money. But why are we showing him the money? Look, Tommy is the only one that gets shown the money after 38. Tommy? Well, you ain't mad at Tom Brady for leaving and coming back. <laughs> I think Tom Brady went hey, home side of gas prices. That made me think about something, right? <laughs> so we was walking. We was driving somewhere. And I was like, look at them people over there. Uh just chilling like they don't want us around or nothing. Yeah. It's like they just sitting there like all blissful like you know everything is all good because they we, we they don't want us around. Yeah. And I look at say so we're not going to just talk about the black people just standing right there walking too? She just bust out laughing I almost raked the car and shit. Yeah. Because he just killed So this reminds me of that because Tom Brady essentially fucks up a goddamn franchise. No. Not like LeBron. <laughs> with his money requirements. But we ain't going to say nothing about that. He had this team in rebuild mode at quarterback, thinking, oh, we got to find another quarterback. And then two months <laughs> after having to babysit his kids, yeah. he decides, fuck them I, kids. I, I'm, gonna I'm going to tell you my theory, my conspiracy theory, Allegedly. of a why that he so, did that. That's a joke. Tom I know. Didn't say but the kids. conspiracy, but no. The memes and all that shit said, hey, man, this is what happened to a man two months after having to babysit his kids. Fuck this shit, I'm going back to work. No, my my theory is the Antonio Brown shit is what made him say, you know what, guys, it's been real. And then once he realized he wasn't going to be 
associated with the Antonio Brown shit, he came back. I think that's what it was. I think he just didn't want to deal with that drama because Antonio Brown really screwed him over. It had him out here looking crazy as hell when he put his whole shit on the line for him. Antonio Brown is a mumbling fucking idiot. He can eat a dick. (laughs) Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, and I saw the unwatchable Pivot interview, and it's like they just let him talk. Like, yeah, talk your shit, A.B. It's like, good shout-out to Ryan Clark for not... Buying into that bullshit. Like, it's okay to be a misfit sometimes, but when you out here looking like a whole idiot, like, I'm just glad for the people that are actually holding Antonio Brown accountable. So, let me get this straight. He was bitching about his knee or whatever, ankle. I don't even know. He was hurt. So, but now you want to go play for these people and that person. How the fuck? I thought you was hurt. Because when they ask you to play, you can't say you hurt again. Like, I don't even... You, do you know how this shit works? Look, we watched the whole interview about a man. I forgot the man's name. What's the football player name that had a whole brain tumor and them doctors probably knew, but they were like, you need to play football? So, Trent Williams. Yeah. Trent Williams. So, basically, they kind of knew this man had... He can't say it, but I'm going to say it for him. They knew that that was an abnormal tumor. They knew that he should have got that checked out. And they basically put the team over him. Those team doctors are always going to put the team over a player. So Antonio Brown talking about he heard and this and that. It's like, but you wanted the incentives though. So which one is it? I I, I accidentally bumped that. So listen. Excuse I stepped me, away y'all. from the, the microphone for a second because I had to rock the fuck up. Yeah. Shout out. But AB lost me on that pivot interview when he started talking about his love for white women. Wait, I, I didn't even see it. Thank you, nigga, Jesus. Fuck you and your love for white women. Wait a minute, because didn't he talk shit about the girl talking about she got him nigga and this and that? See, he wanted them kind of motherfuckers. He wants sympathy, but then he want to do the wrong thing. And so... Yeah, and then he started talking about this whole Dunder Sports thing. That's disrespectful to Kanye West's mom. Yeah. Dunder West to have a fucking idiot like Antonio Brown. No, have. but Kanye's not doing that Antonio, great these days. Either. I don't give a fuck about Antonio Brown fans trying to take over him. The dude, the, my problem with Antonio Brown is he spends too much time trying to think of the coolest shit to say yeah. that he stutters almost yeah. and shit. And his, he hesitates with his thoughts because he's too busy trying to sound fucking cool. Yeah, and it's like, how do you? Like, you dude, over you're 30. 33, 34 years old. Maybe 35 at this point. I don't fucking know. But you're too old to still be trying to be the cool kid. Right. You are a man with kids. Right. Act like it, motherfucker. Right. Like, that whole, the interview was cool with me. Unwatchable. Because of uh, Ryan Clark. Yeah. Because Channing didn't Ryan Clark really interject to get up and choke enough his ass. On, the, on, the, <laughs> on the serious side. Like, his whole thing was the whole sex jokes and shit. And then Fred, and Fred Taylor Taylor's like, oh, is, he's, again, he's real. too busy trying to be, I'm real and I'm an OG. And you are a grown ass man And you too. play football in tights, like and I said in the last. Shit, like, I'm an OG. Like, I don't walk around. I'm the old guy in the room sometimes now. And I don't want to be walking around like I'm the OG, you guys. Like, what? 
You play football for a living, so you don't get to talk about this OG shit. So, yeah, man. I, I'm I, not saying people the, will play football soft, but the best you were a pro athlete for a living. You don't. You the know, best interview you know. I've seen here recently was when Anton Walker and Awale Agunye was oh, yes. I Am Athlete. Yes. That was grown man talk. That was amazing. Like, Let's do that shit. Let's talk about mistake. Yeah, it was beautiful because he was talking. And, and what's his name? Wale Agunia. No. Oh, Antoine Walker. Yeah, Antoine Walker. Walker actually talked about his mistakes. It's cute to talk about your private jets, but most of us aren't living that way. So what I thought was beautiful was him talking about his shortcomings and how he learned from them and capitalized on them. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful because that's the shit people need to hear. We're always like, oh my God, how do these people blow all this money? It's simple, people. Taxes. Taxes is the number one reason why you could blow money. If you come into a big amount of money and you don't have the taxes, to proper taxes taken out, they're going to come for it eventually. And I, I was feeling the Mayweather interview Mm-mm. On the pivot, I'm all right. I don't relate because I kind of agree with his stance of people think I'm dumb anyway. So he why is would dumb. I give him any advice? I but don't then, need his advice. He, see, he didn't have any advice to give. But then when that's I, why he said that. But then when I see Trent Williams break down the benefits of having that jet and the tax breaks that he got because boom, of it, I was like, hey man. But uh, see, but that's how the can problem. I get a heavy machinery tax or whatever? The fuck but shout out was. to Trent Williams for giving the full blueprint. See, people don't want to tell you about their tax breaks and why they have foundations and they donate X amount of dollars a year. They just want you to think they got it like that. No, they're doing that so that they can save on the back end. And at least he was real about it. And and for Floyd Mayweather, Dupri didn't know why his accountant told him to get a private jet. That's a good question. Did he know that aspect of it? He probably didn't, but... I'm sure somebody was like, we're going to get you a private jet, and they probably told him why, but of course he wasn't paying attention. Well, so then that begs the question, is it better to know the answer or have people around you that know the answer? Because I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's kind of both. I have my expertise. I have my background where I'm the SME, and I know my shit, especially when it comes to logistics and stuff. But if I'm going to build a team, my team has got to have some strong suits that I don't have. And I just need to be able to delegate that and make it work as cohesive as I can as a team, understanding that the buck stops with me. I'm the I'm the in I'm the in say so. Right. I'm the person that decides I'm the ultimate decision maker. Sure. But the people around me that I employ or that I have in my group might be I'm I'm not that I'm not as strong at P and L. Something I'm working on, but I'm not as strong at PL. So I would hire somebody that's strong and has a background at PL to make up for what I don't know. What's a PL? Profit and loss. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you, your business tells you how you're making money, where you're losing money, or if you streamline, or you're being efficient with your money, your EBITDA, and all that stuff, like, I, I, that's stuff that I'm learning that I, I, I know what EBITDA is, I know what revenue loss and sharing and all that shit is. I know what fixed cost is and all that, but when you start looking at it on the spreadsheet and shit and knowing where to put fixed mm-hmm. costs, like a fixed cost is real estate most of the time. If 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 
it's not leased. Mm-hmm. And then it can be a fixed cost if the contract on the lease is for a certain amount of years where it stays the same for four or five years. But if it's a percentage increase, then shit changes. So that's what I'm saying. I'm learning all that stuff mm-hmm. because of I want to own my own business and I want to do some different shit. So I got to learn I got to learn P&L. Yeah. So I I would have somebody on my staff that knows that shit. Yeah. So maybe Floyd, Weather, Floyd Mayweather has people on his staff <laughs> that specialize in certain shit because he doesn't know it. And you know really. it's true because he was just a fucking boxer. But what he picks on and what information he retains is another subject. We don't but, know what information so he, he retains because not, he's never he talking He might has a good anything. group of people around him that he can trust that's hopefully not robbing him. But then right. you got somebody like Trent Williams or Brandon Marshall that's like, yes. fuck Y'all knowing it, teach I, it to me. Yeah, I need to understand. So that you can DJ Envy, me. shout out to DJ Envy. He's another one. Teach it to me. Yeah. I want to understand this. I don't, I'm not trying to get robbed. I want yeah. to know when you're trying to fuck me over mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. Right now, you're going to get me. But in the future, a year from now, two years from now, whatever long it takes me to learn this shit, you won't be getting over on me no more. Yeah, back to the private jets. But like at the end of the day, yeah, you're getting tax breaks now, but what is it going to be like to actually get rid of those because they're not going to last forever? It's like a car, right? Mm-hmm. Like, PJs don't last forever. What is the fucking disposal cost on those things? Like, once they are no longer any use to you, do you sell them to, like, a I'm savage? Sure you, yeah, and I'm pretty they, sure you sell them for parts and stuff. Yeah, like, that's the kind of stuff, again, I need to know the whole A to Z don't just tell me I'm going to get tax breaks off it. Also, tell me what's going to happen at the end of the day when I got to get rid of this damn big-ass piece of junk tin can, <laughs> you know, yeah. once it's not worth anything. So, I mean, all good stuff on that front. Um, his Yeah, his interview was insightful, but I always knew, going back to the team doctor thing, that these team doctors – Everything they do is in the interest of uh, they know the that. team. They know that. So, and these guys are young and they're healthy for the most part, or perceived to be healthy because they are athletes. Just mm-hmm. because you got a six pack, don't mean that you're healthy though. Mm-hmm. Like you need to go, you know, make sure everything's checked out. Any abnormal things, like don't trust the team doctor. And so, again, I just appreciate. That they learned from mistakes and were able to live, hallelujah, mm-hmm. to see another day to fix them. So that's why I like I am athlete better. Because it seems like that's just what they're on. It's like you could tell me what your intentions are, but actually executing them is the difference. And it's just like our conversations, right? Like, they go somewhere good. Like, it may start with something silly, but we're going to end going deeper. And I feel like that's what I'm athlete does. So, team I'm athlete still. <laughs> I like both of them. I like Ryan Clark. I like Ryan I like Clark because he's a Louisiana boy. I like Shannon. I like Shannon. Um, I like Ocho and Brandon Marshall and the guys that they've been having on there, like DJ Williams and... Pac-Man and them, so... I like yeah, both. Pac-Man is I'm actually good. I'm going to continue to support both. 
Well, um, I just, if I got to click on it by myself, it's going to be online. I'm happy. Yeah, if hubby's in the room, I'll watch Pivot while watching TikTok or something. <laughs> yeah, that's Because you could literally do that. Now, when you watch an I'm happy, you have to engage because you're going to miss something. You're going to miss something good. That Fat Joe interview. That Fat Joe interview. Hey, Brandon. Meet you. I'll try to just uh, send him some merchandise or something. That's that Fat Joe interview. That all I'm saying is, signed shirt or something. You know, she politicking <laughs> over here. I'm not. I'm just. I appreciate good conversation. It's the goal of our show, right? Like, it's the chemistry. You know, you can't mess with that. There's certain things that work, and certain things that just don't. At the end of the day, that's it. That all. Um, who's not the Fred Taylor's not light skin. Wow. Okay, anyway. Um Okay. So Clark, yeah, yeah. Ryan Clark, but Ryan Clark's a Louisiana boy. That's yeah, my cousin. Think, yeah, That's my cousin. So, alright, next statement. Convince me to watch One Piece. What the hell is going on there? Convince you to watch One Piece. Yeah. Listen. I was debating when you told me that shit. Um, you know, convincing <laughs> you to watch One Piece. You won't even watch Naruto. So I started back. I'm going to get you. So listen, it's hard for me to say this. God forgive me. One Piece might just actually be better than Naruto. No, I I disagree. One Piece. I've seen pit, bits and pieces and I disagree. One Piece. So... The thing that Naruto has on One Piece is it came after. So it got to see all the mistakes that One Piece started with and tried to correct them. So a lot of the fights and stuff with Naruto, they're not that long. They're don't. They not drawing out. One Piece fights, you might have a fight. Uh, so let's see, a Naruto fight. She could last two or three episodes. Yeah, One Piece fight might last 10, 15 episodes. Because Luffy going to lose two times. And on that third time, he going to whoop their motherfucking ass. Because he's learning as he up. And I, I caught up with One Piece at the perfect time. Because something monumental is supposed to be happening next Sunday. They, they, they've progressed the storyline a long way. But I'm surprised that more people... Like, One Piece has everything. It... Everybody's represented in one piece, whether you black, Asian, white, LGBT, LGBTQ, whatever. Yeah, LGBTQI. Uh, whether you trans, true on transgender, or whatever. It's all in the LGBT. Everybody's represented in one piece. Okay. Then Luffy, to me, he started off as an anti hero because Luffy didn't move unless he felt like it. He had to feel. Your cause. So he then to, he's not better than Naruto. He had to agree. No, because Naruto's sole objective is to be Hokage. When Luffy talks about being king of the pirates, he just talks about the freedom. He doesn't want to control anybody. He just wants to be at the top of the pile to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Mm. And then he wants to have his crew. They They're follow pirates. his command, but it's, it's Luffy's not a dictatorship. Mm. Luffy listens to his crew okay. and lets them evolve and everything. So whether you got the the, the, the three monsters in Luffy, Sanji, and fucking um, 
Roy Zoro, or you got Nami. Like his crew is like impeccable. And that yeah, but so is Nami group. like the Sakura? So this nigga be this nigga be God. Like this, like Luffy fought a god and beat him. So is, you didn't answer. Me. Is Nami better I than Sakura? Cause Sakura getting cold. Sakura, no. Uh, she cold. No. Nami, Nami's Nami's Wano country version might could hold her own against Sakura, but I, Sakura would probably beat her. The only female in the group that that Sakura would lose to is if uh, Yamato joins the uh, the uh, Straw Hat Pirates, which is Kaido's daughter, which is a Wano, Wano County character. They got a new chick called Yamato, and she's beast, but she's his enemy's daughter. Huh? But she don't like her daddy. She's fighting against. So the enemy with, of the enemy is her friend. So she's fighting with uh, Luffy against her dad. She's fucking just almost as powerful as her daddy. So oh wow. Yeah. So Luke, um. So One Piece starts. Uh, Luffy is a little kid who has a dream of being a pirate. His dad is a. Well, I can't tell you who his daddy is because that'd be a spoiler. Okay. His grandfather, I can tell you, is an admiral in the Marines. So it's one so piece on about pirates. So on the So you got pirates. Because an admiral is so a good person. Is, depends on who you ask. Is the world government good or are they bad? But There's a whole hundred the perception of, of a pirate is that they are the gang, gang of the sea. But the more you look at what the Navy does, the Marines do, you start to question whether or not they are, you know... Really? Because they just protect their territory. If this is my territory right here, you just can't come in this part of the water. So, in one piece, you got the world government that's headed by uh, the Gorosaze, whatever, the the five elders. Hmm. And there's one person above them that I won't name because that's supposed to be a surprise, but it's somebody actually above them. But the, the five elders run everything. Then there's a big ass colonel that you will see one time after the Marine Ford, uh, the Marine Ford uh, uh, arc, and then you had uh, Singoku, who was a vice admiral, and then you had like Kuzan and Bossolini and Akunai bitch ass. Oh, that uh, was the three, and then you had Garp that was on the same level. But some of the shit that they do. You have what's called celestial dragons. Basically, are slave owners. Oh wow! Not even basically, they're slave owners. They had a fucking thing called the Reverie, where kings from other countries came to their to uh, Mary Joe's, the Holy Land, for a meeting. Celestial dragons are above kings. Hmm. These motherfucking celestial dragons was trying to enslave the ki- the uh, the kings and queens and shit. Oh, they wow. were trying to take the princesses and make them their slaves. And guess who had to stand there and allow that shit to happen? The world government, the Marines. Oh, wow. If a celestial that dragon like the cartel. If the celestial dragon got in trouble, he calls a vice admiral, one of the top dogs, to come take care of his shit. Oh wow. How was that virtuous and holy and upstanding? When you know for a fact this nigga got slaves and shit and he calling you because one of them bucking and he can't control them. Wow. That's the order of things. So hmm. that's what Luffy's fighting. So oh, okay. Well, Luffy's, Luffy's taking down the so world So he's order. like the anti-hero. 
So there was yeah. this pirate named Gold D. Rogers. Gold D. Rogers. They changed his name to Gold Roger because D means something. Monkey D. Luffy. Yeah. Monkey D. Garb. Yeah. Porcus what does that D. mean? Because it's Japanese, right? They haven't told us what the D means. Yeah, something. Tropical D. Law. That D means something. It's like something so, to do with their origin. Or then something. the One Piece uh, treasure... It's, it's either true treasure or it's somebody, it's something. Like there's a Rolex. Like the, the journey is to get to Raftail or Laftail, depending on the translation, to get to the One Piece because Gold Roger actually got so to the One Piece. So is it like an Infinity Stone? They, won't t- they haven't told us yet, but we're getting close to knowing because this Probably. historical character. So the other thing with One Piece is the anime is. So far behind the anime, the uh, manga. The anime is in Wayno Country. He just got to his. He haven't even started fighting Kaido yet. But in the manga, his fight with Kaido is over. So the big thing about One Piece was there was this historical figure named Joy Boy <laughs> that was supposed to bring peace to the world. Joy Boy and stop all of the hatred and shit. Okay. So everybody had been trying to figure out who Joy Boy is. And so in the episode last weekend, somebody said, oh, you do you hear it? I hear the drums of liberation. Joy Boy is returning. Hmm. So now this next episode, next weekend, everybody's waiting on. Wait, so you're fine. caught up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Jesus. Oh, it was so, a thousand. For, so One Piece Jesus. started in 1990. Three or ninety six. So before Naruto. So for all these years, people have been trying to figure out who Joy Boy is and all that shit, and now they're finna finally find out. Since nineteen ninety three. I think it's ninety three or ninety four because I thought when I first started watching One Piece, I thought One Piece was rip, was ripping off Naruto. Uh huh. But come to find out, One Piece came first. Yeah, One Piece been out was out. And Naruto so, started in like ninety seven. So I was I was heartbroken a little bit because no, I was like, because it's a different story. It's a different. Story. It's it's not a hundred percent. Uh, it's not a hundred percent. So One Piece started in ninety seven. Mm. Mm. Okay. Naruto started in ninety nine. Okay, I knew somebody so started in ninety. One Piece has, for the most part, an issue come out every Sunday. Naruto was once a month. Mm-hmm. One Piece was two times to four times a month. How long are so, the episodes? Like 10, 15 minutes? One Piece, 23. Because uh, I know Naruto is yeah, about 20. Yeah, they're about the same. But, you know, that shit is just... The only thing that I had to get used to with One Piece is laughs. Yeah, Certain characters have certain laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Like the laughs yeah. is just like what the fuck. Well, to me, the oh, watching, when I saw you watching the old ones, they looked old. Like to me, Naruto always looked aesthetic. If you look at Naruto, and if you look at One Piece of Naruto and the way it's drawn and everything, you you can tell when it switches. Both of them switch at about the same time because the artistry and computer. Well, what I'm watching now is probably early two thousands. So. No, hell no. Shippuden was like 2010 or something. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, it might have been uh, later than that. Well, because the fashion too, like Naruto kind of had 
their fashion is fashion forward. Like everybody's hair, everybody's costume design is futuristic. So that's why it's kind of, it's hard because Naruto seems more timeless to me. Like as far as the design. Because, you know, like Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drip, how they went so far in the future. We were all like, so, what the hell is this? So, so that they can keep up in the future? I think that's kind of what they did. So, Shippuden, the movie was 2007. So, Shippuden had to be about 2000. Oh, yeah, 2007, Shippuden. Yeah. So... Yeah, so they, yeah, Shippuden was 2000, Naruto was 1999, Shippuden was 2007, so, okay. you know, that you can see the difference, you probably would see the same thing in in um, One Piece, but One Piece has arcs, you got like the uh, Alabasta arc, you got like the Ennis Lobby arc when they was trying to save uh, Nico Robin, you got like fucking the Sabote arc. When they were trying to uh, get to the new world, you got the Wano arc that they in right now. Uh, you got the Skypea arc, which is one of the best arcs to me. When they went up into the sky and ended up having to fight a god, no, that man. shit was. Um, just the arcs are just like the way they did their arcs was better because each arc was like, you know, it's a whole new story. So you got the East Blue arc and. Um, like I said, all long arc, log time arc, like all the arcs are like dope. Like the shit is like if you start watching One Piece like right now, mm-hmm. once you by the time you get to the all long arc, you'll be hooked. I I might try, but I school is school, so maybe I can have it in the background while I'm studying. Or something. Now this is what I'll tell you though. This is where you're going to run into a problem. And this is where I know you're going to fall off, even on Naruto. You can when watch... people die, I ain't got time for that. So, but that's why I want you to watch Naruto. Because certain people that die... I know everybody ain't going to make it. But the thing with Naruto is you're about to, I say, around the time... Um, uh, around the time... Asuma and them fight, I think, is when you lose the uh, the uh, English. So when you get to just the Chinese then I Japanese just gotta dub, read, when you gotta read learn the screen, Japanese. I feel like you're gonna fall off. But but One Piece, that English dub is horrible. It is fucking insulting. <laughs> I um, I purposely listen to the English dub. Got through a few episodes, and when Frankie goes super, and that motherfucker says some super in fucking English, I was like, you know what? I'm not watching this shit. How you fuck up Frankie's super? It's not super? meant to be in consumed like that. Like by the time you get to Frankie, like you can watch, you can watch, you can watch One Piece English dub up until maybe Alabaster. Did they change actors? Once you get past Alabaster, I don't know what the fuck they did, but once you get past <laughs> Alabaster. Go to the Japanese version. Once they introduce Frankie, from Frankie with the uh uh the waterlog, uh what is it? Is it waterlog or water seven? I think it's the water no, not log time. Reverse mountain, whiskey peak, nope. 
Uh, Arabasta, yeah. So, yeah, Water 7. By the time they get to the Water 7 saga and they finna introduce Frankie, switch to the Japanese subtitles. Wow. From there on, do the damn thing. But prior to getting to Water 7, oh, nobody gives a fuck. Wow. It's okay. It's, you're not, you know, Usopp and them, the voiceovers is not that bad. But once you start getting to Frankie and fucking Bartholomew, um, and, and some of these other people, uh, with the with the Don Quixote, Do Flamingo, them voiceovers are horrible. So, I would say watching One Piece is a true story that is involved, is enveloping, is involved. It's a lot of characters that they show you a lot of backstory to. They develop the characters real good. They have mystery characters that you can't wait to see the backstory to, like red-haired Shanks. Like, the shit that Shanks... the Shanks has got to have the least amount of screen time of all the characters, but every time this motherfucker's on the screen, he has the biggest fucking impact. Hmm. Red-haired Shanks is the fucking truth. You know, I just... When red-haired Shanks is on the fucking screen... People shut the fuck up and they look and they listen. Because that motherfucker gets on the screen and he is a motherfucker. So, hmm. you got shit like me, uh, Dracul Mihawk and and people like that. That's like you can't wait to see them really, really fight and really get involved in the stuff. You can't wait to see Roy Zoro versus Hawkeye Mihawk for sword, best swordsman. When fucking... Sanji is in love with women to the point to where even if you play the video game Pirate uh, Pirate Warriors, they'll tell you if you pick Sanji as a character and you have to fight a female person, he won't fight. You can't hit a female. Because even in the manga and the cartoons, he won't hit a female. Hmm. So when they were doing training after Sambodi, whenever uh, Kuma did his shit, they put that motherfucker on an island with nothing but transgender dudes. So when he first got back and he saw Nami and Nico Robin for the first time, real women, he almost died. Mm. Because he was so excited. No, It's no. like shit that they do to build up the characters. Tony Tony Chopper is like one of my favorite characters. The little, the, the, the little fucking reindeer. You call him a raccoon, he gonna whoop your no, ass. No, no, it's like when you call an old boy a rocket. Raccoon so, or there's development and growth in One Piece that's in Like, we can go sit here and I can start over watching One Piece and I won't miss a fucking beat. It's shit that happened in One Piece that, that's why I say Akuna, Akuna, whatever his little Hawaiian ass is, fuck him. No, no. I got fucking One Piece video game in there and I like this motherfucker and I will never play with his character. Fuck that motherfucker. Wow. So, well, that sounds interesting. So Naruto tried to redeem too many people. One Piece is like who this did is they some, redeem? You haven't watched it long enough, but they try to. But redeem. I, well, they are they redeeming right redeem. now. Uh, yeah. So we can say what's Gaara. his name? Gara. Yeah, because I was like a lot what of characters Gaara? in Naruto. They redeem a lot of characters in One Piece. I am who I am. Wait a minute. The TV is on. So Singletary and Ron Artis on a reality t- show. 
That is bananas. Was that that island or whatever that shit? Yeah. Or the lost or what is it? shit? The edge Survivors or, some, or some shit? It looked like Survivor. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm sorry. Hey, I got piece. distracted. One but. piece. That shit is good. I'm looking for something to watch now. Uh, my boy. What about Death out. Note? I, I heard nah, all the gateway ones. My boy told me to check out uh, Dragon D- Slayer. Demon Slayer. Yeah, Demon Slayer. He I heard it's good. Out, my boy Lou told me to check out Demon Slayer. They said that's a gateway anime. He told me to check out another one. I have to look and see. Remember? Oh man, I forgot. Well, I hear my hero, my hero Academia, is another one. Uh, Ranking of Kings is the other one he told me to check out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard. I was watching a TikTok about the gateway animes. And I was surprised. Now we tell what on the list, so I guess that's deep anime. Yeah. That's deep cut. Yeah. So Bar- yeah, Devin Naruto all the way onto uh, Baruto. Demon Slayer. And Rankings of Kings. Yeah. But listen, if you had to choose between Naruto and One Piece, One Piece, I'm choosing One Piece. Well, yeah. Shout out. With um, all due respect. Naruto, hey, listeners, what Naruto. do y'all think? What do y'all think about One Piece? One Piece. Why don't Naruto, y'all write us? Tell us. Tell us what y'all think about One Piece, Blurds. What you think about One Piece? Tell us what you think about Naruto. I mean, it sounds good. I, I don't want it to be as slow. Because I I'm, feel like some aspects of Naruto got slow. There's some aspects of uh, One Piece that are slow. But it's the detail in it. You got to pay attention. Because now what we finding with Joy Boy is there were so many fucking references to him. Hmm. There were so many, you know, clues and shit. That if you paid attention to it, you would have caught who Joy Boy was or what Joy Boy was. Because some people think, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Oh, I don't want to hear it because I don't want to hear it. No, it's not. It's not. So some people think. I'll forget about it. Some people think you're a born Joy Boy. Some people think that you have to eat a devil fruit to be Joy Boy. And some people think you have to die to be Joy Boy. So, mm. there's clues to tell you which one of those three it's is true. true. You just got to pay attention. Oh, so, that's a cool little nugget of Easter egg yeah. to look for. So, you know, it's certain things that certain characters are doing and saying that answers the question of who or what is Joy Boy. So, that mm-hmm. shit is dope. I like that shit. So That sounds yeah. interesting. Maybe one day when I get time. It's, it sounds time consuming. I, you took a lot of time. Uh, I watched at least four or five episodes every day for... But my thing is, I was actually... I could probably do that. I was actually interested in it because most that episodes worked. were like 15 to 20 minutes because if you take out the recap yeah, and the ending segment, the, it's the, like probably the song, 15, the, the 20 theme minutes. song. So just to let you know... Uh, one Piece is One Piece is on season 13 depending on what you listen to and there are a total of 1013 episodes. Oh my god, and he watched all that mess. And so once So between video games and ignore me, he was watching One Piece. That's what you want to go with? Yep. That's the story you want to tell? Mm-hmm. We have Facebook, Instagram features that say otherwise, but go ahead. Um, whatever. What ifs? And so, the, the manga, the manga is on, uh, 
So the One Piece anime is ten thirteen. We're waiting on ten fourteen to come out. The manga is on ten forty three. We're waiting on ten forty four to come out. Hmm. Because with the manga, I didn't really go back to square one to read the catch up. I just started where the anime left off at to catch up completely. So I'm a hundred percent caught up. That's crazy. That's a lot of episodes. That seems insurmountable. But the story itself, you, I want to know who, what the pong glyphs are. I want to know this roadmap. When, 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 when the Star Hats uh, uh, met Dark King Rayleigh, he knows where the One Piece is and what it is. And Luffy was like, "I'd rather kill myself than let you tell, than let you spoil it for me." Wow! Because Usopp asked him, "Well, if you know what the One Piece is and where it is, why don't you just tell us?" Yeah. And Luffy was like, "I'd rather die than have him ruin the journey." Wow! He was like, "I'd rather stop being a pirate." If he tells us the answer to that question, I won't be a pirate anymore. Wow! Well, that does sound interesting. Um, man, that's crazy. He wants the journey. Yep. Yeah. 100%. I forgot so, what I was going to say. That's crazy. Yep. Man. So, yeah. That, and that happened <laughs> That happened when they was at uh, the Sambodi arc, right before the two-year uh, two journey. Hell, actually, that was before the Marine Ford arc where uh, See, the White Beard Pirates, before the White Beard Pirates fought the, uh, the next. Man. Joe, that's that Marine Ford uh uh arc when the White Beard Pirates showed up at that goddamn uh at, at the at the fight, the way they showed up, and then the way Luffy showed up, and the way he uses Conqueror's hockey and all that shit, that is the to me that's the Marine Ford arc is the best arc. So if you ask me my the, the best arc right now, Marine Ford. Well, I know it's up there because of what's happening right now, but that Marine Ford arc right now, that shit is dope. Wow. I was going to say, I'm going to get better. I think I've gotten better, excuse me, at binging episodes. I wasn't that good, but Yellowstone helped. Mm -hmm. 1883. I mean, my God, we got to do Yellowstone in lightning speed, it was four seasons, and they're not Two short episodes. But maybe it may be a month at the most for Yellowstone. And yeah, and then 1883. 1883 was like two weeks, maybe. Nah, it was more like a week and a half. Because my wife was mad. So like, we watched episode 10? Well, let's watch the next episode. And I was like, well, what's the next episode? She was like, episode 11? I was like, there's no episode 11. Yeah. She was like, fuck, that's why we shouldn't have watched it. Yeah, I know. Now I'm in a show hole. Naruto. This is a perfect opportunity for you to watch One Piece of Naruto. Yeah, I, I designate certain times for certain things, though. I feel like my Naruto watching my is a Saturday, is, Sunday. So listen thing. to everybody. She's at Naruto right now where it's Shippuden. Because she was trying to watch all of the first Naruto. And I'm like, after Naruto and fucking Sasuke fight, and Naruto get his ass whooped, and fucking uh, Jiraiya come to take him off for training and shit, yeah. and you see Zetsu come up out the ground and all that shit, that's the that's end it. of that. Everything that happens after that on Naruto is fucking fillers, and they have nothing to do with the main story. There's yeah. no callbacks 
or nothing to the fillers after Naruto loses to There's Sasuke no the first time on their one-on-one fight. So I finally got her to go to Shippuden, which now she's on the arc where Gari is kidnapped by the Akatsuki, mm-hmm. Sasori, and... um. Uh, God damn, I just drew a blink, but, uh, Dedra, there you go. Yeah. I'll be damned if I don't know my Naruto. So, Dedra and Sasori have just kidnapped, uh, Gara and, um, Sakura just showed up and she just finished healing Konkuro. And mm-hmm. so, they waiting on Team Guy to catch up so that they can all meet. And, um, actually, Kakashi just summoned the Ninja Hounds and Konkuro showed him he had a piece of Sasori's, uh, garment that they use in the track them, and then you know the dog's gonna come back to them, and they gonna find them in the little well, cave. Well, don't that tell they me, in. I'm still you watching. You saw the cave that they in. Oh. So from the point where they catch up to them in the cave, mm-hmm. after this shit, after this shit with Gara, the shit picks up. They really? the shit picks up to where the Kasuki get on my nerves. The shit picks up to where if she ain't episode after episode. After this arc with Gara, I'm going to have to side out. Because once this shit happened with Gara and shit, once they get past this, then I was like, holy shit, I got to see the rest of this shit. So if she ain't episode after episode, I'm going to be like, you're not really into it. I am into it. Just sometimes a lot of stuff happens and it's overwhelming. Oh, my wife will go to sleep in a minute if the episode is too overwhelming. I can't believe she made it through that Texas Chainsaw shit. I feel like she was a few minutes from falling asleep if I didn't get my ass up and go try to get through the coffee. <laughs> pause it if I wouldn't have paused it. If she didn't get to pause it and I would have sat there a little longer, she'd have went to sleep. Yeah, I was fine. Look, it's too much. Like, it, it's a lot of holes in it. Um, I think it's been out long enough for me to say what those holes are. Like... Did they have to kill the lady? They didn't have to kill the old lady. She didn't have to die. Especially when you find out they didn't. <laughs> this motherfucker didn't have the lease. Right, the, the deed. The deed. Nigga, how it was, was the house wrong? So, who tested this movie and thought it would be a good idea to even put that part in? Like, that was not an important part of the story. So, that was them trying to justify Leatherface killing all these people because... His mom died because they tried to take the house that they didn't have rights to. Yeah, but it just doesn't work. And then the one part about the movie I didn't like is why did the black chick stutter step hezzy swoop on the juke move on some Barry Sanders shit <laughs> to get around him on the bus to try to sneak out the fucking window yeah, no black when all she had to do was run to the fucking front door and out the goddamn bus. Yeah. What? Yeah, but she was severed in half. Get the fuck, man. When that shit happened, I was like, you know what? Fuck this Sorry, movie. guys. Who the fuck tries to... Like, if anything, open the window like you're going to try to jump out at Hezzy again and run straight for the front of the Why bus. Why not just go under the dead bodies of people he chainsawed already? And my thing is, they didn't have an emergency exit in the back of the goddamn bus? They had... It was the in the bathroom. No. In the back of every fucking bus. I know, right? There is a big-ass door that you can open. Well, it's a party bus. That's so, different. So, the next time we get on the party bus, we're going to look. Because I'm not if getting on the party bus. If we get on the party bus. If I can't sneak out the back. After seeing that. <laughs> that was a big-ass tour bus. There ain't no emergency exits in the back of a tour bus. Get the fuck out of here. No. no. Wrong. Yeah. It was some holes in it. But it was good. Like, the kills were good. And... 
Yeah, you know, you can't go get into cinematic like genius when when and you're watching. How is it that the one motherfucker with a gun gets chopped up? You showed all these fucking guns, right? And you get Negan. What two people with guns? This nigga turned into Glenn and Abraham. Yeah. What? And one take. Yeah, that was bizarre. So he was useless. And this motherfucker stutter step. I never felt safe with him. Leatherface <laughs> and his stutter step, hesitation, stutter step side to side, dip down. Yeah. Where the fuck did that come from? He had the best. The, I said he was this too man. agile. Hey, Leatherface could have played defensive end in the NFL. Yes. That, his first step, that burst he had with that first step. We just signed him on the Texans. <laughs> that nigga's first step was amazing. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, let's take the chainsaw away and give you some pads and. Oh. <laughs> Kill the quarterback, but not literally. Dude, don't come out here with a knife and, and chainsaw. A chainsaw. Kill this motherfucker. Yeah, because yeah, I think his preferred weapon is a chainsaw. Dude. <laughs> so, my goal by next weekend is to have my wife watch. Uh, episode a day of One Piece to see Ooh. how she feels about it. I got a midtime. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. I got some writing to do. We're gonna let her start with the English version, but we'll go for now. Yeah, we can start, and then I'll come back and let you guys know what it's about. But again, rate, review, subscribe, holla at us, email us, email, interact, email, be a part of, email. Is what's the email address? Your perspective podcast at gmail. Yes, email us your questions. Blurred perspective your thoughts. podcast at gmail. Anything you want to talk about, we talk about everything from politics to anime. On any little thing you go to, our shit is blurred perspective podcast. IG, except for Twitter, it's podcast blurred, but everything else is blurred perspective podcast. Sure, you're right. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm Lady L. I'm Brother Rue. With a Blood Perspective Podcast. Peace out. Deuces.